What up with it, y'all? Y'all know what time it is. It's tapped in. I'm Corey Wolf. Episode number eight. Number eight, man. Yes, I, got my, I got my boy Brandon co-host up in here. We yes, got sir. special guest King up in here, man. And, uh, One and only. Yes, hey. yes, sir. Ah, we should have had some yeah. intro music for him. Yeah, like T.I. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Type hey. stuff. Oh, damn. Can you edit this? <laughs> yes, sir. Put that on the background. Yes, sir. We, we waiting. Today, we talking about a topic that I think is a very, very good topic to talk about today. Because... Uh, we want to get into the minds of the youth and, and the minds of the people and educate them on entrepreneurship. And it's very important for us to understand that you know, we have gifts within ourselves that can pay us. You know what I'm saying? So I kind of want to go ahead and get into it. Yes, sir. We're going to chop it up with Mr. King here. You know what I'm saying? And, and I just want to know like a little bit. Tell us a little bit about your journey, man. Like what, what brought you to the point where you wanted to Feel that space for yourself as an entrepreneur, man. Oh, man. I've been in prison, man. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, mm. actually, I went twice. The first time, I ain't learned a lesson. Right. The second time I went, you know. What'd you go for, if you don't mind me asking? You ain't got to if you don't want to. Guns. Same shit I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, was, it was the guns. Yeah. You said it was the guns. Yeah, man, I like guns, man. Toy guns, real guns. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You was on your T.I. shit. Yeah. yeah. I ain't telling my cousin that way. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I did my time, too. Right, right, right. right. Hey, I, I put a story on that. Right? Hold on, man. Hold on. He said, I did my time, yeah. too. Yeah. Nah, but yeah. You know what I'm saying? The second time, you know, I had an old lady and shit. I had got married. Right. So, you know. We was building, you know what I'm saying? I lost all sure. that. When you ain't got nothing but time on your hands, man, you feel like reading. You know, as I was reading, I started, you know, seeing things for what it was. So, try to come home and make a difference, man. And I had a, a real good friend of mine. He, had, you know, he asked me, you tired of getting in trouble? Yeah. I was like, yeah, man. He was like, oh, go get your license, man. Start cutting hair. I was like, man, I'm not trying to cut no hair, nigga. Yeah. He's like, man, I'm telling you, bro, go get your license. I'm cutting hair. He said, matter of fact, come to the shop. Went up to the shop. We was up there kicking it, man. He's like, y'all made three hundred dollars today. Yeah, made three hundred. You've been chilling with me all day. How you made this? Yeah, man. So you know what I'm saying? Shout out to him. He the one that got me in in the cutting hair, man. And mm -hmm. I do what I do today. He's still cutting now. Oh. It's really, man, barbering really like an unknown hustle. It's like, I mean, it's a tap market, but it's an untapped market at the same time. Because people are talking to you like it's like it's a hobby or something. Like, you can make dumb bread cutting hair. Stupid yeah, bread. Bro, that's what I'm saying. That's, it's like one of the type of hustles that, like, no matter where you go, you can take it with you. Like yeah, you, 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 ain't never, you ain't gonna never cut a tree. It don't matter what language they speak. You can right. show me a picture and I can recreate what's in that picture. Right. Listen, as long as you have that skill, you can do anything. I right. can give you all the money I have right now and go to sleep dead broke. As long as I get up the next day, my take my ass work. to the barbershop, <laughs> right. I'm gonna make the money. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's dope. Like, no barbershop, you ain't gotta go for it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's right here. So you know what I'm saying? Man, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 Ye
what I'm saying? Dope, I, I used to be in the shop, but you know what I'm saying? I, I like being at the crib looking. That's dope, though. I, I mean, I feel mm-hmm. like it's more, it, you got more access to what you're trying to do. Yeah. You don't got to pay for no boo friend. You know, that's a way, see, y'all, that's a lesson, y'all, that's saving money. Like, you always got to think of a way to keep it in your pocket. Yeah, think outside the box. Yeah, sir. You ain't got to be in no, in no shop just right. to make money. For real, man. You got to think outside of those parameters. Right, right. Before y'all niggas go to snitching, yeah, I am licensed. Yeah, <laughs> you know they will do that. <laughs> hey, I had somebody call TLR on me. Come on, man. Yeah, during COVID, they called on me for cutting, and I had three licenses. In that crib? Wow. Yeah. Hey, man. That's a cold game, bro. Yeah, somebody, she called, she's like, I want to make an appointment for my husband. Right. And she was Hispanic, so I'm thinking... It's normal to get a Mexican client and the white calls because he don't speak no English. Right. So I made the appointment. It was like 12 o'clock Saturday. She's like, cool. Got the phone. Called right back. She's like, hey, I'm Rebecca that just called made the appointment for my husband. I'm like, yeah. I'm thinking she want to change the time. She's like, this is TDLR, blah, 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 blah. You know you're not supposed to be cutting in. I'm like, I got three licenses. I gave her my license number. She's like, oh, I'm like, you didn't verify if I had a license right. or not before you called for you. You just took a random tip and ran with it. And ran with it. And I was guilty. Right. That's what they do. Judge the book by the cover, man. Yeah. You get your skin complexion. You weird, too, bro. And this is through the phone. She ain't even seen me in person yet. She heard your voice. I got more licenses than she got. You heard your voice, though. Yeah. Now, when I talk, I could talk to you on the phone. I could tell, by the way, I could tell you a black man. Yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not doing that white voice no more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to do the white voice just when I was like, younger. You know, like a job interview yeah. or something. Like, no. you wear khakis, yeah. a button up. Right. Do you white voice for I don't even think I have it no more. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't turn that bitch on yeah, yeah, so yeah, much. Yeah. Do you white voice for people? Like, hey. If y'all want to hear him do it, like, <laughs> leave some comments at the bottom. For real. And, and he got to get online hey. and be the white boy. Let me ask you something, though, because this is my thing. Hold on. Let me see who over here. Chris Pickens, what's up with you, baby? What's up with you, man? So, sometimes, man, I don't know. It's weird. My wife be like, why you do that? I get around the Mexican people or the Indians, and I go to the store and I buy some, and I kind of like some kind of to a to a certain extent, I like kind of like talk like they talk. Mm-hmm. It's weird, fool. Like you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like they gonna understand me more if I change my tone or something. My wife like they gonna understand you regardless. Like, it's it's weird, weird, fool. It wasn't even that. It's weird. It's like the white voice shit. Like yeah. it's weird, fool. The white voice thing for me was knowing if you go in there talking how you normally talk and how you normally dress, you're not gonna get the job. That's the thing. So you you're have afraid. Yeah, you're afraid they're gonna be. Like, and then your friends like, like, oh, you got your white voice on. You got the interview. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, yes, sir. Yeah, yeah so, you okay. can change it up real quick. Right, like, 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 to to use all these big words. You know, you yeah. heard from somewhere else. Mm-hmm. You know what that shit mean. But you got the phone. Like the fuck out of my face, bitch ass nigga. But this the thing, though. This the thing, man. Like we got to get to the point in our life, you know where. We don't have to use no type of voice with nobody because we doing it our way. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's where entrepreneurship come in. Mm-hmm. Where we doing it our way. We use it our time. We, you know, we, we, 
Everybody got to work to that. Sometimes you're going to have to go through a lot of stuff to get to that point, but that should be the goal. The goal should be financial freedom. Mm-hmm. Freeing yourself. That should always be the goal because a lot of people, some people, and the ones who are comfortable, that's fine. That's cool. You know, you can't judge them for that because some people don't want to do that work. The work that it takes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The work that it takes to be an entrepreneur, be your own boss, and to keep maintaining your money with your mind state without somebody telling you what you got to do. Like, hey, man, go over here and take this and do that. Pick that up. Put that over there. Yeah. Like, you know, you got to get to the point where if it's in you, you got to tap into it and stop being afraid of that. Let that gift come out. You know, the hard thing, the hard thing for me was going there, putting on that face because I still got to deal maneuver and do business with these people. Right. But at the same time, have my plan going on in the back mm-hmm. side right. that they don't even know about. Right. So, like, I'm I'm still going to be here, even though it's a bitch-ass job. Yeah. Like, I need this bitch-ass job to fuel To help you start the dream. Right. Yes. So. When I was younger, yes. I was jumping job to job to job. Yeah. Back then, jobs was like five fifty an hour. Mm-hmm. If I found one that did six, yeah. I go to six. If it was six twenty five, I was there. Right. And my dad was like, "You still not gonna get nowhere jumping through all these jobs because you're not showing no consistency. Like you ain't got no loyalty to stay nowhere." Right. Right. He's like me as an owner. I wouldn't hire you. You been at eleven jobs in twelve months. I'm not hiring you. Right. I'm gonna give you a uniform. Get your bank and stuff ready and shoes, and then you out the door. Right. So that told me, you know, all right, I need to go sit down somewhere, even if I don't like doing it, Mm -hmm. or I don't get along with the manager or the racist. You got to still learn how to maneuver around them people and still be professional. It's it's like you got to learn how to endure through that. Yeah. You You can't quit every job. You can't because then you ain't going to really get nowhere. But... You also, I feel like this because I went through that type of phase. Mm-hmm. I went through that type of phase, man. Just like probably last year, bro. Yeah. Like I, I worked somewhere for a while. Then when I got out there, I was at that job for like maybe a year and some change. And then I was like, man, I got to change it up. I can't grow here. And then I went to it another job. Like, than me. I was moving around. <laughs> I, was I was like, moving around like a monster. No, this ain't it. A day. I was moving around, this bro. I'm like, I can't do this. When bro. I know, I know. I can't, I, this ain't gonna work. And then why I'm gonna stay and waste time for it? Like, I know this ain't for me, so I'm gonna stay and get a couple of chairs, boom, boom, then I'm gonna move around. But yeah. like, now I done came back to the part to where, like, you know, a nigga gotta sit down for a minute yeah. because you gotta do what you gotta do until you can do what you wanna do. Right. So, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, you don't really matter how many times you bounce around. At the end of the day, bro, you going to have to figure out what you're trying to do so you can get to where you're trying to go. So, that's why I'm at with it. Man, I got my plan put in place. I got everything ready for me. Mm-hmm. I got everything I'm trying to do to take off. You know what I'm saying? It's just certain things that I got to put in place to make the moves happen for me. So, what does that look like, uh, like y'all planning? Do y'all physically sit down and write out your plan on paper? Or y'all just have it in your head and y'all know? I mean, they say writing it out is is the main thing, but I mean, I think what, I think my thing is this, it been on my heart so long. It been in my mind for so long, it's already on the tablet. It's already on the tablet because the plan been there. It ain't like I just made it up yesterday. So I already know what direction I got to go. What they say, a part of the manifestation is, you know, thinking it is one layer, then speaking it is another layer, then giving it 
when you write it down, you give it a texture, like a concrete yeah. thing. So that's right. the third layer. Everything yeah. works in threes. Right. So, so a lot of us don't write it down. Like I do vision boards at my house with my daughter. I don't know nah, do vision that. boards. I've done that. I got a vision board. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna say that. I have done. <laughs> He's like, what are you doing? I'm going to have So let me ask you this question, man. When did y'all first realize you had started to change from being in a, a an employee to a boss? Yeah. Okay. You want to go first? We've been raised I know mine. to be workers. Elizabeth, yeah. hell, how you doing? You said she in Ohio. Hi, a living hi, oh. Elizabeth Hale. How you doing? I ain't okay. talked to you in a long time. It's good to see you out here. She's from my hometown. Good to see you. Good to see you. But mine is real vivid. So I was in the army. I was in Korea, and um, I was kind of on the way out, getting right. chosen in for me to come back to the states. Right. And I ran into this Fulbright Colonel. He'd been in forty years. I didn't even know you could be in the military forty years. Oh, I thought man. like 30, 35 was like the max. So he did 20 years, right? retired. He went to whatever war was popular. I think it was like Vietnam or something. They yeah, needed him for Iraq and Afghanistan. So they right. brought him back for another 20. Mm-hmm. And he had reached the max cap that you can get paid without being a general. So when I'm looking at his, it's called a LES. It's a leave and earning statement. Right. It shows what he makes every mm-hmm. month. And that's what I had to process. And he was only making 11 grand a month. So I know like eleven grand a month sounds like a lot of money to y'all. If you if you young, you like eleven grand a month, I can do everything. <laughs> but it's really not that much money when I looked at what he sacrificed forty yeah. years of his life. Yeah, man. And I was uh probably twenty one. Right. And I was like, I can go make that out there. Yeah. Like in my head, I knew a concrete way I could make ten G's a month. And I was like, You did forty years for that. I can do that in three years when I get out of here. Yeah. So uh, that was my moment when I was in Korea. So when I got to uh, Texas, I already knew I was in the mindset that I was about to get out and I got to go be my own boss because it was like everything at my job felt stupid. Like, this is stupid. The way we doing is stupid. I know a better way to do it. Why are we breaking our backs doing it this way? You know what right. I'm saying? You be like, yeah. this shit is dumb. I'm, yeah. I'm smarter than my bosses. Like, yeah, you coming up with ways in your mind that's quicker than what they telling you. Yeah, right? we could have been chilling already. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about that structure. We talked about that in one of our last podcasts. It's all about that structure, man, because a lot of times they want you to see it a certain way or do it a certain way just because that's how they structured it. But the way that that's you figured it out, you. and it's the same thing with kids in school, like, you know, oh, how you get this answer? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? No, I got the answer. It's right. It yeah. just ain't the way you want me to do it. Yeah, it worked out how you had it worked yeah. out. For real. They would tell us that. I asked him one time, one of the NCOs, and he was like, this is how the Army's always done it. And this is how it gets done. And then he was just like on some back-to-work shit. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, nah, but I'm saying we could do this in 30 <laughs> minutes instead of two days. Right. And he's right. like... Uh, if we wanted the opinion, we pay you for it or some shit like that. Yeah. Some slick shit. That's that position, though. You know, but he outranked me, so you gotta, you know, yeah. and walk off. Some people don't know how to handle and it. go do this dumb that shit for two days, Responsibility, <laughs> yeah, for real. And that's what I was talking about. Really, in the military, I know a lot of y'all in the military, you enduring it, and you can't leave because you can't just walk off the job. Okay. There is no I quit. I'm going home. You literal property of the government. For real, bro. So you got to learn how to hold your tongue. Mm -hmm. Don't say no dumb shit. 
That's gonna get so you fucked up. Tubs, how you, doing, you know bro? what I'm saying? And learn how to maneuver around these Good people as just dickheads for no reason. What's up with you, bro? Racist. Don't want to see you get promoted. You gonna go through all of that. I know they promote putting families together and stuff, right. and that ain't really how it is when you get in there. Yeah, yeah, man. It's it's it's, it's, it's not like know, commercials. It, it's like you know. Like how we talk about credentials all the time. We always talk about that. Like, they'll, they'll tell you to go to school and get these certain credentials. And, like, to me, that's like a pet peeve for me. Well, what's your credentials? Since you did good at this, you good at that. But, you know, show me something. You know what I mean? But sometimes your experience is your best teacher. So, for me going to school, getting these credentials that you say I have to have, that's just me creating a straw man to make you feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? But your real credentials is the, it's within you. That's your gift. Your credentials going to come with you. The, the, the day God put you inside that womb, your credentials is already in you. Whatever your gift is, <coughs> you tap into, that is your credentials because your experience come behind that. And a lot of people don't understand that. That's why entrepreneurs, think about like when they had COVID. Think about how many entrepreneurs came out the woodwork. That turned me up. I ain't it lie. turned me up too. It that turned was my me up best too. years. <laughs> you feel me? They, they, bro, they coming out the woodworks, bro. And I they been tapping on the That year, if you didn't lose nobody, mm-hmm. I'm talking about like in your circle. And What's you, up with it, baby? Because it was so much new shit. You had to figure out. What's up with it? The thing for hustlers is we like that. Uh, how do I get in this? How do I make it work? How to finesse this? You know what I'm saying? That's what's moving right, and right. grooving. For real. That's what it is for yeah. us. That's the, yeah. the thrill in it. Mm-hmm. So we love that shit. Right. That's when I started my party equipment rental business. Right. I wasn't uh, renting out tables, chairs, you and jumped out, and you shit. jumped out, but you know, but you know, what? I had time to sit down and just think. That's the first time we all sat down. Yes. yes. Think about this though. And, and, and a lot of people don't look at success. Think about this, bro. Let's think about the black man and the black woman. Mm-hmm. Or you can even say the Mexican man and the Mexican woman. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, just relationship, period, man. Not to get off topic, but it, it got something to do with success. That's why I got to say this. Think about all the people who fell off in their relationships when they were stuck together all that time doing quarantine and stuff like that. They got the, you got to see who you was really dealing with. Yeah. And then the ones that lasted, that was part of your success too. A lot right. of people don't look at that. When you look at the rate of divorce and relationships falling off, if you can maintain a healthy relationship and survive through a lot of situations other people ain't, that's a success, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you can tack that on to everything else you got going on. That's for real. I got a lot of clients just come in talking about that. Breaking up with their loved ones and they, shit. When they was getting the haircuts. Yeah. Man, I can't wait for this COVID shit to be over, man. Nobody yeah. getting on my nerves. I'm like, they wanted to go back to work. Yeah, Please yeah, go to work. I want, to, <laughs> I, I want to be at home with mine. Man, I set me up a barber station in my garage. And had them uh, jumping, taking care of the whole neighborhood. People right, would walk right. by, and they would see the garage open. And they see me cutting. They're like, oh, you a barber? Can you get me? I'm going to go grab my son. And they right, kept just right. bundling like that. Yeah, yeah. When COVID was over, I had, when COVID started, I had 68 clients. Mm-hmm. When COVID was over, I had 202 clients. 
That's how that, my shit, I turned that shit up. Jumped up. With the shop being closed. Mm-hmm. So they, they like, I don't really I understand how niggas ain't doing it now with everything open. Right. That is crazy, though. And that was, yeah, exactly. All in my pockets. At the time, we weren't paying no loot for it. He right. wasn't even going nowhere, so he ain't got to spend no gas. No. Yeah. So you saving your money. Exactly. You ain't paying no food for him. I got a little barber chair for like 150 on Amazon. I took the mirror off of my daughter's dresser and just set that on top of it. I went and got some of them cheap $10 lights that stick on from Walmart. I got four of them, plugged it into an extension cord. And we had an old dresser that was sitting on the curb. Right. And we grabbed that, and that right. was my barber station. That's dope. And that's how I rocked out. That's dope. We, uh, my neighbor gave me a little bench he had in his garage, and that was my waiting area. Right. You see, what you do? My shit was yeah, nowhere near as nice as this. See, like, like, this shit laughs. Like I'm saying, like when you started, what was your process to get this yeah. like this? He got the what was your process, lights, bro? Like, you know what I'm saying? So before here, I was married. I had a house by the airport. So we came inside, cut the carpet up. Right. Put the floors down like this. She painted the wall with a barber pole. Okay. And I had all oh. this set up in there. Pictures that shit was clean as fuck. It's fine. We're going to send me some pictures. We're going to put them up on here so they can see. You got some video or pictures of it? Yeah. That's so dope. y'all can see that. That was clean. That's dope. Hell yeah, yeah. It was cool though, man. This set up tight too, though. I like this one. This, 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 this dope. This, this, you know what I'm saying? It's a studio. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. It's dope. I'm loving it. Your little music. I'm loving it. They got the fridge in here. Proper merchandise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Pictures. You know what I'm saying? Hand drawn. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you know. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It brings a different vibe. Yeah. But my thing is this, man. Uh, you know, when when you think about the mind of an entrepreneur. And you think of the mind of a person who go out there and get it and make something happen with just their intelligence, man. Because that takes intelligence. Even a drug dealer is an intelligent motherfucker. Yeah. Because they know how to go out there and get it, dodge the police, do it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that's what it is because we got to tap into the gifts that we we could make sure that it get us to the next level and these folks can't take it from us. Yeah. That's the thing. We got to get the youth to see. We got to get the... The people out there still doing wrong to see that you got to tap into a gift that whatever you're doing, them folks can't take all your hard work from you because of the decisions you make and what you're doing. But I said all that to say this, man, it's like uh, it's a blessing that God give us that type of wisdom to even have the mind state of an entrepreneur, man, because an entrepreneur have to have some type of intelligence to maneuver and make them things happen. And the crazy thing is, our parents wasn't taught this. You see yeah. what I'm saying? And so they Boom. didn't instill this in us. So That's this just came wild. through, you know what I'm saying? That was the meritocracy within us. Yeah. That was that meritocracy in us. You know what I'm saying? And and, and a lot of people don't understand that, like, you know, even in the hood, and, and it's everybody, even the, the, the worst person in the hood selling drugs right now, doing whatever they're doing, they got a level of meritocracy in them that they ain't tapping into. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? They got to tap into whatever that is. And once they tap into it and they figure out what their gift is, it's going to make room for them, man. For it's me, all about your talent. It's because, like, everything you said is right. Because, you know, I was in the streets and then I went to, you know, went to the military, went to school. Right. 
when I went to I went to Texas A&M mm-hmm. for business management. Right. And I didn't learn anything in there except for like fancy words for what we already did in the streets. The the way they were scaling everything, right? Shipping, packaging, like everything, the numbers, everything I was seeing is like I already noticed because of the game. Yeah. The game, the game, the so game. Yeah. what you said about tapping in is knowing that you don't have to stay just selling drugs. This formula works for products, right? Hair, soap, right. shampoo, anything, clothes. Right. Just take right. it and apply it to something legal. That's Boom. it. That's the game right there. Everything is a hustle. Everything. Everything that you have on your body. If you don't know where to start, start with what you got on. You wear jeans. Hey, what's up, Tina? How you doing? A necklace, a hat. Good to hear from you, kid, folks. I don't care if it's uh, the little string braces the little girls be tying up. Right. Everything is money. There's money everywhere. I'm gonna tell y'all, sir, let me, can right I tell y'all a story real quick? It's, it's a quick story, man. I'm going to tell you about a story. When I first tapped into my hustling abilities and I knew that I had some type of gift of, of, of an entrepreneur. Yeah. I think at this time, me and my brother was about, let's say, my brother older than me, man. So let's say we was about 75 or something or six. You know what I'm saying? And we was like, man, we wanted to make some money. So we was like, damn, we want some chain, get us some bubble gum and some whatever. You know what I'm saying? We had took a regular big old cardboard box. You know what I'm saying? We turned the box over. Boom. We set it down like it made it look like a table. Pretty yeah. much. Threw a sheet or something over it. And then we took some of our toys and stuff that we didn't play with no more. And we put them on that little table right there. And we started us like a little garage sale type of thing. We young, we little kids. Yeah. The people in the apartments actually was coming supporting us, bro. We we don't looking like we got money. We dapping each other up. We young, you feel me? So they were buying all little stuff. And next thing you know, me and my brother we end up counting our little change. Yeah, I got a little change for we young kids, bro. You know what I'm saying? But when we did that, I don't look back on that memory as a young child, man, and remember like, damn, bro, we just. Someone else told us to go do it. We did it, and look what happened. Like, you know what I'm saying? So that right there is just more inspiration to know, like the young, the young generation out here right now, they can do anything they put their mind and heart to. They just gotta want to do it. Sure. They gotta want to do it, man. It, it's an entrepreneur. Every last one of us, man. But it's all about how we tap into it. And it's you really the saying? the work that come behind that too. Right. Because it's a lot of people now, since we got all this information out, you can get it quick. Right. And we know the hustle, and we know somebody to do it, and we see them doing it. I see your hustle right here. Right. But me physically getting off my ass, going to cut 100 heads so I can afford to get a shipment of a product. Right. And then getting on Instagram, creating an online store. Right. Going on Shopify, creating an online store. Paying a monthly fee, not seeing big gains for a couple months. Like, that's the grind that people ain't that's, really that's going through. That's the and when people do these little YouTube videos, like, oh, is this quick? You go on DH Gate yeah. and you buy this for a thousand dollars and bring right. it back, it's not really that quick of a flip like no, that. No, it's not. It's and I know you can tell you firsthand it's not like that. <laughs> you know, you broke, look, you know me. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
King, when I met this dude, how we met, the level we met on, we've been like 100 ever since. I got people I grew up with, bro. Like, I got love for all my people because I know what we've been through, you know what I mean? But it's a certain level that, as far as my vision that he owned, that we tapped in at the same time that some people I know wouldn't even tap into. And the thing is this, man, he'll take, man, when I'm getting it out the mud for real, bro, even with what we doing. You see what I'm saying? Like, when you, one thing about it, I want to say to anybody from the younger generation that's watching this, man, like, you got to keep pushing. You got to keep pushing. You can't let nothing stop you. Right? If you're getting it out the mud, you're getting it out the mud. But your dedication to your vision, if you know in your heart that your vision is something that can really come about to be a, a true thing, you know what I'm saying? You got to push towards that. You can't stop, bro. You got to grind it out. And that's what I'm doing, man. So what keeps you going doing this when you had, I know you had setbacks with like, you know, work disputes, switching different shop to shop, go to the house, back to the shop, back to the house. What keep you going and still moving? Shit, this is my longevity, man. I love waking up every day knowing my bills will be paid. Wow, really? You know what I'm saying? That's the best. Knowing you can make it today. You got light bills, two fifty. That let me shoot out some texts. If I got to, hey, you need to get in today. Right, right. You can kind of coach up your money in Barbara. Saying. I remember back in the day, they were struggling trying to pay bills. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Just being wild, man. Out there in the street, buying this, buying that, stuff that don't mean anything. Yeah. And first of the month coming, now you looking crazy. Yeah. Right. Now you trying to find your rent money. You should have had that shit on the, on the third you of class. Knew, you, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You knew you had to set aside, too, and you went ahead and them James came out. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to take two, but I'm going to flip this little ounce real quick. And I'm going to hit Taz, then I'm going to get back home. Right. That shit don't go like that. Then y'all need to go out. Yeah, yeah, now you short on hours at the job. Now yeah. this shit really getting bad. The credit card bill now. Pay your bills on time. Pay your bills on time. Pay them ahead of time. Yeah. Especially if you got a credit card. Pay right. that shit ahead of time and in full so you don't pay no interest on it. Right. They not going to tell you that when you get it, though. No, they're not going to tell you yeah, that. Keep it under 30%. Do not spend above 30%. That means if your car balance is $1,000, do not spend over $300 on there ever. And then pay off that $300 in full next month. Right. Actually, in 28 days, so it don't even make a full cycle. That's going to boost up your uh, everything, man. Your FICO score and your credit score going to go up. Cause you, and you ain't gaining no interest. Right. Cause you'll fuck around and think you paying back three hundred and that should say three sixty five. You like where the extra sixty five came from? Right. That was at twenty eight percent interest rate. It said APR. That's what that meant. <laughs> it wasn't standing for April. <laughs> <laughs> you like? I think it's due on April. That's the interest rate on your way. Yeah. <laughs> hey, let me let me do a shout out to the shout out to to Chris Pickens. Shout out Royal Linford. Shout out Elizabeth Hale. Shout out David Tubbs. Shout out, shout out uh, the B. Dominguez. Shout out to Watanya. Man, I appreciate y'all tuning in, man. For, For real. Sure. Y'all, y'all tapped in podcast, man. Tapped in. T-A-P-P apostrophe D-I-N podcast. Y'all need to tap in and subscribe. Yes, sir. Amazon. We on, we on, we on. Apple. We on Apple, Amazon. We on all that. 
Uh, I said Shopify. You, YouTube. Uh, Spotify. Spotify. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What else? Everything you got. Any media site you think of, we on there. We Tap in podcast. We had to come up with the Instagram. Like, Marcus Tyler, what's up with you, baby? Long time, long time. What's up with you, baby? Hey, we, we were, tapped in. Uh, we told everybody we doing a Facebook Live. It's going to be the first Facebook Live episode, right? Yeah. Single mom. She up in Ohio. Right. Getting out of work. This did work like 12 hours. Mm-hmm. And when we go to go live, I've already did a test video and everything. I got all the shit set up. Facebook crashed. Laptop don't work. The phone, the tablet, the tablet everything. Yeah, so, like, real quick, we had to just think quick. We switched over to Instagram. And just so happened, we was popping on Instagram. So, we had viewers and shit. But it was really awesome. I couldn't even type a message say, hey, we're on IG. Because I couldn't even do nothing. But so, it was really just on the street. Yeah. Like, but, I mean, the thing is, man, like, you know, like we like just like any entrepreneur out there, sometimes the thing with entrepreneurs too that this is one thing I hate about when it comes to entrepreneurs, when it comes to working together. You know what I'm saying? And and when you're working together in ways to help other people get to the next level. My thing is this, bro, like I hate when a person will tell you, man, I got here, I did this, this how I got there, but they don't help you show you how to get there too. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? I feel like you stunting on me. Now you just want to show me what you got and what you're doing. You flexing, but show me how I can get there too. Because that's the real flex. That's the real flex. Passing down the information. The information. There you go. And that's exactly why I didn't like staying in the military. Right. The guys that were seniors above you, they had all their paperwork together. Mm -hmm. Everything laced up, packaged this big. Mm -hmm. They've been keeping paperwork 20 years because somebody laced in with the game. Mm -hmm. We coming through. We get now zero percent. We don't even know what disability rating is. Right, right. We hear about that five years later. We see somebody at Walmart like, "You ain't get no hundred percent. What's that?" Oh man, they got that face like, "Where have you been?" I'm like, "What? Did nobody tell me nothing?" Oh, you need to go to the doctor. Start building a paper trail about all your injuries, any pain you have. Keep the paperwork. Keep submitting online. Don't give up. Get a lawyer if you need to, and keep raising that percentage up every time. But your bosses, they already went and got that shit, and they got the social security, yeah. and they got the um, like overseas pay, and they got mm-hmm. their spouse taken care of on as a dependent. Their parents are dependent. Right. They work the game from like 10, 12 different ways, bro. Free game. I know a couple right now here. They both get ten grand each from the military. Just for not doing anything, because right. they just lace the game up. Mm-hmm. So everything else is extra. Right. He do fire sticks, and she do I don't know. That makes it extra. But hey, them fire sticks are paid, nigga. Though twenty grand a month without moving though, they just want to lay in bed. You get, you get paid today. You know what I'm saying? But the only thing with that, like you just said, you don't got to be. But my thing is this: like, you don't ever want to get to a point where you get. If you want some entrepreneur type stuff, if you're trying to make them type of moves, you don't want to get too comfortable in no other space than the space of your vision, if that makes sense. You don't want to get too comfortable in no other space than the space of your vision. Because if I get too comfortable over here, then I'm going to be putting too much work in over here, and I'm going to forget about the work I need to put in over here. 
that got to do with what I'm trying to do. You know what I'm saying? Like when I was saying on the podcast, the last one, I said I go to a job, I ain't gonna disrespect it. I do 60, 50 percent. But that 60 or 50 percent gonna be like 100 mm-hmm. percent. It's gonna be 100 percent to them. Yeah, it's gonna but be. I know, I know how much I can yeah, put more right. in. But I'm not gonna give you that extra 40 percent. And I gotta say that for myself to get what I got going on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You just gotta remember that. You gotta stay connected to your gift, man. No matter what. Don't get too comfortable somewhere else. And forget about what you got to do over here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I feel like couples be doing that. You know, like women get with us and they'll lose whatever little dream or shit they have and start being more obsessed with you, mm-hmm. which can cause issues also. Like, damn, you ain't got no type of like hobby or nothing. Like, you know, you ever been with a woman that's just like always on your ass because she, she really don't have nothing going on? Right. So, you know, it's important for y'all both to have a vision, y'all both to have dreams and goals separately and together. Right. Because that's the game right there. You don't want nobody to just be, they all on whatever your dream is and they have nothing to do with their own. I want to help you with yours and you help me with mine. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's real important to me. Yeah, I feel that too because I feel like when it comes to a woman, I think, and, and this is my, this is just my my opinion, but I also feel like, in my heart, I feel like it's real. Obama was one of the dopest presidents we ever had. He was one of the dopest. Um, <laughs> he was one of the dopest. Bro. He felt like and when I say he was one of the dopest because his demeanor, his humbleness, yeah. the way he moved. It wasn't no situation where they had nothing to put on this man. They didn't have nothing to get, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, I feel like behind every man that's solid and that's moving in a certain way, every strong king got a queen behind you, bro. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That helper is just to nudge you like, oh, you slipping, homie. Get back on it. You slipping a little bit. Okay, my bad, baby. Everybody needs that little nudge every now and then. That woman put there for a reason, too. You know what I'm saying? And I think the strongest and the most uh, valuable, the most motivated entrepreneurs, I ain't going to say all of them because some of them start on their own. You know what I'm saying? You got entrepreneurs that's seven, eight years old. Mm-hmm. And they, they got the boy that's 14 years old. He 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 uh he retired his mama. Man. Retired his mama, dog. 14 years old, retired his mama. Mm-hmm. I said, God, damn. He got some kind of clothing line called Spirit or something, something like that. It's a clothing line, but he's 14. That's crazy. I said, that's crazy. Black, little Still black kid. Little black kid. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But what I'm saying is, man, like, if, if when you got somebody that's speaking life into you, when you come in from dealing with the world and everything the world throw at you, especially as a black man, because y'all know we endangered species. For sure. You know what I'm saying? When you got somebody speaking life into you, when you come home and you ain't got to hear all that stress and that bullshit, you know what I'm saying? That kind of make you stick your chest out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. That kind of make you push towards that dream a little bit more harder. Like, damn, I got to make sure I got this. But still, I'm, damn, baby, she showed me something. I'm going to make sure I get her this, this, and that. Like, she deserves it. She got my back. She got my back more than this thing I knew 10 years. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just what it is. Sometimes I think it, it, it amplifies a man, too. That entrepreneur get that, that that extra push. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, like, Michelle Obama really was the one who ran that motherfucking 
Lighthouse. Mm-hmm. Nigga can't tell me nothing, nothing, nothing less. <laughs> she really ran. Well, I'm a shadow. You know how I think about my You know, I was thinking, you know, she thought, no, no, baby, think about this now. Yeah. Try like, well, I didn't think about it like that, Michelle. Yeah. Okay, let me try. It's you feel a different me? Point of view. Yeah, it's just sometimes you gotta listen. Cause when we don't, that's when we bump our head. You feel me? So sometimes it's okay. Now I'm not gonna let you structure me as a man, cause mm-hmm. I'm my own man, but there's certain things you might say to me that I might miss. Okay, I might see that. Okay, thank you, baby. You know, I keep it moving. You feel me? You move like that too. When you was married, if you wanted to do something that was like with your career, did you like ask for her input or it was like I know which way I want to go? So <clears throat> when I was working at the VA, you know, I was cutting hair still at the same time. So they wanted to change my hours. Mm-hmm. So I was talking to uh, the supervisors, and I was like, "Yo, I can't do this, man." He's like, "Well, you know, you're such a good barber. Your clients will come to you on this this day." Right. <laughs> I said, "So then, when, when will I have time to spend with my family?" Yeah. Right. Well, uh, you get this day off, and it. I said, "Look, man." I said, "I started this barbering, right?" I said, "It took me this amount of time to build the clientele that I have." Right. When you have this job, that that. It's not yours, it's not mine. Yeah. But you want me to give up what I have yeah. to come put my all into a company that don't give a damn about neither one of us. Well, well, um you have four hundred one K here and, and you wow. have great benefits and you have this. I said, I can I can pay for all that. Yeah, you make enough money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So extra ends. Yeah. You, you know, know what I'm saying? You don't want to. You don't want to talk to your to your wife and, and think about this. So you want me to stop working for me again mm-hmm. and work for you? So yeah. you think my wife's going to My wife's going to yeah. say, "Okay, well, make you know, we eat at Ruth Chris right now, but <laughs> we'll have to eat at Fridays next time." Yeah. <laughs> no, nigga, she's not going to go for this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I, I was like, yeah, man. This shit worked for me. Yeah. So when was your moment when you knew that you was on some boss shit, you wasn't on normal shit? Man, when did I, it click? Man, I've always been a hustler. Yeah? Man, ever since I was younger, man. My uh, my dad was in the military. Yeah. <clears throat> Every weekend, his homeboys would come over. I had a car in the eighth grade. So I would, I would always wash it. Yeah, shit, huh? Yeah, that nigga hustling for real. Yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah, my shit clean. Right. So when his soldiers would come over, they were like, "Damn, that car clean." I'm like, "Yeah, that's mine. I did that." And they paid me ten dollars to clean their car. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's three people every weekend. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Thirty dollars every weekend. Yeah. yeah, I'm in the eighth grade. I ain't got no bills. Right. You know, you stack. You know what I'm saying? That's a lot of money back then. Stash and stash. Yeah. Nigga, I'm good. Hell uh, yeah. Really? You know what I'm saying? So ever, ever since I was a youngster, man, then uh, throughout the week, you know what I'm saying? Lawnmower. Yeah. Little weed eater across the bar. Right there. Gas jug on the floor. Yes, sir. Then who's out there? Now man? you talking. You know what I'm saying? I, I think our generation, man, we, we been hustlers, man. Yeah, yeah, that's true. true. That's true. Yeah. It was dirty and bread and stuff. I've been telling the kids that come in the shop, man, because in Ohio, it was more so snow. Right. So I'm out there, eight, nine, ten years old, walking around with a shovel. Right. 
We're going knocking on doors. Hey, you need your, you know, driveway. If you had a driveway, well, most we have a driveway that was in the hood, so you just right. had like a walkway. Right. But then you had the one that's going down the main sidewalk, and then the part of the street where you park your car. We get all of that. I think back then for like ten dollars. Right. Like now, you know, fucking white kids. <laughs> kids probably want like forty dollars now. Yeah. But back then, ten. Me and my homeboy, when we was split it five each. Yeah. And uh, we walk around. I'm talking about. Five Hours, bro. So we couldn't feel our head no more. We're like, all right, we're gonna walk back home. We're gonna get in front of a little space eater, get warm, get you a little right bony sandwich, <laughs> right back on the grind, go hit a different part of the neighborhood. Yeah. And we just had to be back before it was dark. Mm-hmm. Said, I'm talking about we make two, three hundred dollars. Split it, I go in there. Like, when I'm buying my Jordans, I'm buying my Jordans yeah. at eight. Like, your daddy bought them. Like, I bought these. <laughs> <laughs> I know what it takes. So I'm like you, like I always been a hustler. I feel like it's always been in my spirit. It didn't matter what it was. When I went to Korea, you know, I learned to hustle the clothes and the, the Jordans and shit. When I come to Texas, I'm hustling this barber thing. I didn't know nothing about barber. I never held clippers before. I had no training. I watch, I literally watch YouTube videos after school every day. Because my teacher wouldn't let us have phones in the school. So I wanted to, when somebody come in, like, give me a ball fade, I pull up on YouTube and kind of watch it and cut it to walk myself through it since he wasn't teaching me. But he wouldn't let us have phones. So I would fuck their head up in school, and I would just remember to cut, and I would go home, and I would type it in or uh, on the phone in my car, and I would go to 360 Jeezy. Shout out 360 Jeezy. And shout out to uh, who did Tune Forty Five, Chris Basio. Y'all two taught me how to cut hair. And shout out to Joe. Shout out to Bully, cause that nigga taught me too in person. <laughs> so everything my instructor would tell me, Bully would come by like, "What are you telling you? That's stupid. Here, do this. Whack, 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 That shit dumb as hell. Why would you say that? <laughs> and he'd be walking and talking and just. Moving and grooving, but he was he was giving me the game, though, and giving me shortcuts to get there, too. Yeah. Instead of these long-ass routes, get the same fucking product, and it still didn't look as good. So everything my instructor was telling me, this dude beside me, he knew way more, even though he'd been doing it half the time as this dude, as my instructor. So, you know, it's, always, it's not always about how long somebody's been doing something, especially in the barber game. Because yeah. somebody, a new barber can come in, in five years and surpass somebody in 20 years easily. You ever been in the shop and have one of them? Nigga about, yeah, nigga, I've been there about 16 years. <laughs> yeah. You know, if you ever need anything, man, I got you, man. Let me know something, man. You know what, nigga? Your fade ain't even fading. Yeah, you know I don't need that. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Your fade ain't even fading. Yeah, man. I feel what you're saying, though. They be trying to uh, lend advice. Like, you're not even the person to lend advice. I would go ask him before I would come ask you. But that's really how I sharpened my game. Because when I left barber school, I wasn't confident in my cutting abilities. I was cutting for another year at the shop before I felt confident. A year. A year fucking heads up. And Rod, shout out to Rod. Because Rod was patient with me. Right. Over and over and over again. He would stay late. 10, 11 o'clock. 
taking in clients I cut earlier and fucked up, and he would fix them late. Right. Night. Right. He'd stay late and do it so it wasn't like embarrassing to me when they would right. come back in because yeah. you know I was just starting out. Yeah. That's you know dope. what I'm saying? I always respect him for that. Yeah, he could be shout to Ron. Yeah. But, um, but uh, you know, I didn't give up just because my, my cuts were shitty. I was sitting in the shop and I would just right. watch Ron. And I seen him look at me one day, so I went over there like, hey, <laughs> you know, if I'm making it weird looking at you, I'm not like looking at you, like I'm looking at like how you holding the clipper, where you moving it, why you hold it this way when you're on this side, why is the comb tilted? You know, I'm really like, I'm asking questions. I'm soaking up the game because this nigga wanted to code us in the city, and I'm right here getting to watch you for free. Niggas pay eight hundred dollars to go to classes to watch this. I'm getting right. it for free. Right. Yeah. So I just stuck with it, man, for a year watching him, literally. Mm-hmm. Everybody in my shop pretty much got 20 years or more experience. Right. So, you know, you take a part of a piece of each person in there. Mm-hmm. I like the way he fade. I like the way he do enhancements. I like the way he do scissor overcome. Put that in your own package. merge that into your package yeah. and then elevate that shit. Right. I, I scale everything I do. Right. So I'm going to figure out how do I do that in half the time with the same quality. Mm-hmm. And that's what I did. And that's how I got to where I'm at in barber right now. That's why. That's why I say I respect the barbers. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, it's 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 not that that game right there. The barber game, man. It's, it, it, you can make some money off of it, but like you got to go through it. You got to go through the trenches. Yeah, you gotta there's go no the way trenches. around there's that. There's no way around it. You got to go. That's what I was going to say. You yeah. got to go through it. Type they of think thing. they can with this paint with the, the with the paint thing. But you still have to get, because the OGs are not letting you in the door. Nah. Young barbers, the OGs is not letting you in if you can't cut nah, and you think you can conceal it with the paint. Bust your way through, bro. The paint is an enhancement. It enhances the cut, not makes the cut. There's right. a difference. Let me ask y'all this question, though, man. Do you feel like uh, y'all gift is what opened the door for a lot of other things for y'all? Like yeah, as far yeah. as the grind, as far as the entrepreneurship, whatever your gift, because everybody got, you can have gifts, more than one gift, but it's like one main gift to open the door for the other gifts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know for me it is, because like, you know, excuse me, I do a lot of shit. Mm. You know, I, have, I was clothing sales. I have online clothing boutique for women. Right. I do the, um, Party equipment rental business. Right. I do stock market investing. I do barbering. I'm an instructor, bartender, chef. This so, nigga said a bartender. What? what yeah. Say, bro, I don't know about this. Like, what? Everything. License. License. Who handles license? Nigga, where you bartending? You know, that's a couple of things. I bring bullies on the weekend. This nigga got like a thousand hats and shit. You feel me? So I remember I told I talked to you before on the other podcast about like how do I know which gift or is it some of it just some bullshit I need right, to like right. I'm focus on. Right. And you was telling me like What's up, Sandy Dixon? Some people get ten gifts. Right. You know, God may give you ten gifts, he may give me four, he may give you one. And maybe everybody in his circle only got one. So he thinks you can only have one gift. Yeah. But you've been around billionaires that everybody got 20 gifts. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You used to it. you like, why do you think that you can only yeah, have one thing yeah. that you can well, do? Well, see, let me say this, though. 
Because I like how he broke that down. Because even in that podcast we talked about, I was like, he might have 10, I might have two, he might have throwing numbers out there just for the audience to see that as long as you know you have a gift, that's what's important. You don't have to worry about if this man over here got a hundred. Just know that you have a gift within you right. too. That was the example of that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But I know that I have more than one gift. You feel me? I know that I have other gifts that I can put in play that I have put in play. You know what I'm saying? But I also know there's that one powerful gift that you're given that opened the door for all the other ones. Right. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. that's how I had to classify everything that I did. Right. And everything I do is in seasons. You know, that clothing sales, it's up and down in different seasons. Mm -hmm. The barbershop moves in different seasons. You know, when it's slow. Right. You know, right after Christmas or when it's booming on back to school. <laughs> so the things I do, the, you know, when people ask me, what do I do? My response to you is the thing that's most promising at that moment. Right. So some people may walk up to me and be like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm a barber. But I may see you two two years from now at a concert and they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm a clothing designer. They're like, I thought you was a barber. Like, I am, but you know, <laughs> in this season, <laughs> season you know that you're seeing me, I may be a clothing designer. Right. Because that may start popping. We're doing a podcast now. So somebody I seen five years ago, they're gonna be like, Podcast? I thought you was a barber. Yeah, it's the same a conversation. Everything. It's another conversation. He got a hundred hats. But what opens the doors for them is the barbering, because the barbering, like he was saying, I can go make a quick thousand dollars. Right. Oh, we need cameras. Bet. Hit me up in a week, Corey. I can go grind it out. Why do you think? Why do you think I told you I'm going to allow myself to learn that? Yeah. I'm gonna teach myself. Fuck that. I ain't gonna go to school. I'm not doing that shit. I'm gonna yeah. watch. I'm gonna look at this shit. I'm gonna learn. You know what I'm saying? I got nephews and shit. I'm going to teach myself because I know that's a grind that a poor man can come up on if he ain't got shit. Mm -hmm. Oh, you need your hurt? I got you. Everybody need to be groomed. Everybody need to be groomed. Every country. Every country. I don't care what you look like, what color you is. White folks got to get haircut just like anybody else. You know what I'm saying? I never thought it'd take off like this, though. It's going crazy. It's going crazy. It's dope, though. Like, millionaires. Right. From barbering. On tour with music shit. artists. I seen some shit. Like thrown in by Jay-Z. On tour. Charging $100 a cut and shit. Like, that ain't, that ain't shit. They got $1,000. $1,500. A cut. Mayweather's barber gets $1,000 a cut. And he don't even have hair. <laughs> he gets shaved three times a week. That's three G's she make just on that one client. That's crazy. For a head shave and a beard. That's crazy, kid. That's what I'm saying. This shit is on a whole nother level. They, I, I just seen some uh, Sophie stay gold. They was in Russia. Her, Rodney Original, them. He's got their own clippers, own man. shampoos and shit. When I first got in, I didn't think it was like that. Yeah. I thought you stayed in there, sat in that seat, grinded it out. You know what I'm saying? Niggas got their own clippers, bro. Could you imagine opening your own shit with your face on it? That shit crazy. Yeah. You walking through a shop and everybody got your shit up there lined up like your shit back there. You on that motherfucker. <laughs> Nigga, we made it. But you know when... 
the bad thing about it is when you start elevating in the game, you start obtaining things, you, you know, if you start showing that you're making money, you know what right. I'm saying? Then here come some of the leeches that's going to, you know, the people around you going to start reaching out for right. more favors now. Women going to come around more. They're going to be asking for favors. They need help for things. They, right. Especially these new ones on Facebook that want cash app. Cash at me, get my nails done, get my toes done, this generation. So how do you kind of navigate through that now that you've elevated financially? Until they buy married. <laughs> <laughs> but they like married men, though. So that's a turn on. Yeah, man. They be like, for real? You don't need no friend, though? <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm all right. Man. Everybody needs money nowadays. I don't give a fuck who it is. Everybody needs money. Right. Hey, man, can I get a dollar? Man, I, I give you $2 on this day. Yeah. No, you're not. You know what I'm saying? Here. Do you kind of treat it all like it's all bullshit? Or do you, you treat it all as bullshit? Everything. Even if it's truth or not. <laughs> Everything. I can read people really well, so I just be reading you. This nigga bullshit. But my thing is, what's minimum wage now? Uh, seven seventy five, I think. Seven seventy five. So you asked me to borrow a hundred dollars. How many hours you got to work? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. You just want me to just give it to you. You know what I'm saying? Oh, well, that's two haircuts. But at least I put them in my pockets. Yeah, for me, you know not you cut hair. I didn't know you cut hair. I'll let you come and use my tools on my seat to make that honey thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? But you know when people be. Needing handouts with bad intentions, that's when they get defensive when you protect yourself. Yeah. How you get defensive about me protecting myself from your scam? You get mad at me for not giving you my money. Yeah, that's some narcissistic like, yeah, uh, what's the gas like? <laughs> what type of sorcery is this? That's crazy. How you get mad at me for protecting myself? I mean, you're supposed to do that, though, man. You're supposed to do that because, like I said earlier, you got some people, man, like, think about, like, people you grew up with, mm -hmm. went to school with, all that, that don't have your same vision as you. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if you came to them right now and be like, say such and such, you know, we just going to school, some grade school, you know, hey, let's do this. They going to Man, I'm not finna put my money in that nigga. I don't mm -hmm. trust it. You feel me? Like, I'm powerful. You feel me? Don't even got the same vision as you, but y'all whooped the whole time. That's when I realized that some people was just associates and not friends. I had to learn that. You know, I learned it when, uh, when I was leaving for the military. Mm -hmm. I'm like, hey, y'all, this the way out. Y'all want no way out. You know, everybody getting killed. If they wasn't getting killed, they was going to prison. Right. For a long ass time. Mm -hmm. It was like the only two ways you was getting out, unless you hoop. That was like one or two people, you know, a year that was going like to the league. Right. So really nobody's making it out. I'm like, bro, this is the play. We need to all go in at the same time. This shit gonna be live. You know what I'm saying? If it's five, six, seven, eight of us, we all go to the same platoon, same company. Mm -hmm. I'm showing them the vision, mapping it out. Nigga was like, my one nigga said, nah, I don't want to cut my hair. What? I said, bro, you don't want to cut your hair? Back. <laughs> he 
I had one man. said, nah, I'm not going to stop smoking weed. I said, you're not going to give up weed for our entire future. I said, these people are, will pay you for the rest of your life if you just give them four years of your life. That ain't no good trade-off. That's a good trade-off. Yeah, I have that vision, man. That's it. I tell you, <laughs> hey, bro, I need to hold $100. Right. Well, I'm going to pay it back in four days, but in four days, it's going to be unlimited. Yeah. You sure. like, nah, yeah, man, I need it back days. today. You I'm that short-sighted? I'm you know what I mean? Four days, dog. <laughs> I just <laughs> told you it's unlimited if you wait. But you need your honey back right now. That's real. Like a lot of people don't see that when it comes to the vision, man. It's like what you put into it right now could possibly be something that's gonna put you in a space that you'll be real comfortable. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of people don't see that. They don't wanna our problem with black people, bro, with us is we don't trust each other. Yeah, for sure. We don't we don't trust each other, bro. Our issue is we I don't I ain't gonna do that. No, I ain't gonna do that, fool. No, bro, I'm telling you, if we do that, we can open up this business together, all five of us. Mm-hmm. If we put our, we everybody put ten thousand dollars, you know what I'm saying? We that's fifty thousand, man. We open up this business, we put some stuff in there, and we just a lot of people don't want to do it because they don't see it from their perspective. You feel me? And that's the thing, is having a one track mind seeing it from your perspective. You gotta all visually see it from our perspective, dog. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? My vision and your vision not the same. It don't mean that your vision can't be a good view. Right. I just don't want to see it that way. See, I also look at it like this. I know your character. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So if you came to me and said, hey, I got this and this and this. You give me $500 in two weeks, I'm going to give you a thousand. Right. I know your character. Right. I would trust you on that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Likewise. It's a lot of other people. Depending on relationships. They, they came <laughs> right, to me and right. said the same thing. Like, nigga, get the fuck out here. 500 Nigga, I wouldn't give you $50 to go to the store. Get me something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, for sure. Get me something. <laughs> for real. I know niggas I cannot send to the store with a 50 to go get me some chips and a soda and some black and miles. They gonna come back and change gonna be fucked up because they didn't bought something else. <laughs> Man, man, I, I bought this, man. Yeah, like you just bombarded yeah, my out, shit, huh? Yeah, all the time, it's 20, nigga. Like, what yeah. the fuck? And all you got was some Laffy Taffy? Like, oh, right, nigga, there was. What? What, they were $6 today? Get <laughs> like, yeah. the fuck out of here. But yeah, so I feel what you're saying. And see, that right there also deal with the people you deal with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If I was going to the store right now, you like, hey, man, give me some violators and some candy and this, this, and this. Yeah. All right, I got you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So when you start dealing with a certain caliber of person, everything changes. That's a fact. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm not at that point in my life where I can't go spend $10 on you at the convenience store. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Now, back in the day, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a lot. Leave that. You know what I'm saying? You need it up first. (laughs) Where your money Yeah. Oh, I need when you come back. Nah, nigga. Nah, I need that now. You know what I'm saying? You might not have. You might only have eight. (laughs) (laughs) For real. But then you graduate from that to, I got, just give it to me when when I get back. They're like, all right, cool. Y'all build that rapport. Then it's, oh, man, I got you good with me. Yeah. Because, you know, maybe last time, well, I paid for dinner and you tipped or... 
you know, whatever. Niggas just trade money. When you get around a certain class of niggas, money just bounces around and you ain't really counting every dollar. Right. We might trade Clippers. I might give him one that's worth 300 He might give me one 200 Right. I'm not in my head like, he gonna be hurt love with the <laughs> But the thing, this is the thing, too. That's what I mean. Now, I can say that about Brandon, man. You know what I'm saying? He good people. I appreciate that. The vision and, 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 and man, my wife love you. She like that's a good thing, like, cause she know the type of dudes I was. Man, I've been grimy. You feel me, like, but um, it's like you got some people, man. Their vision is so strong and so focused and so on track with yours that anything outside of that don't even matter because that's gonna come later. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like if you t- if I tell you say, bro, like, uh, man, I need to cut. I know you charge thirty, but I got too many. Nigga, hell no, I need to hold you. Nah, I got you, bro. I give you a cut. You know what I'm saying? It's that mentality. It's, it's that mentality in everything with Brandon too. It's that mentality in everything because yeah. at the end of the day, nigga, one day, nigga, we're gonna look back and we're gonna be good. We're gonna be good because we stay, we follow that vision, we follow that pattern. You know what I'm saying? If a person come up to you, they a millionaire. And you just a thousand there, and they be like, and you go out, say y'all go out to eat at a fancy restaurant. Mm-hmm. They a million that you're a thousand there, and they be like, no, I got you, bro. Yeah, just because yeah. I know I, this ain't shit to nigga. You a thousand there, nigga. I'm a billion. Yeah, save your this, shit. You keep yours. So you can get here. And then, so you can get one, and when you get, when you get here, you gonna treat me. Yeah. So let's just get there first, but let's just stay on track. You feel what I'm saying? Like, a lot of people ain't on that. Yeah. They ain't own it. I'm not going to show you how to get there. Like when I, sometime I'll be chopping it up with him and he'll be like, say, bro, you know, just try it like this or go this way with it. Some people, like we said earlier, they be like, oh man, um, uh, I got this and this and man, look at me, I'm shining. But they ain't going to tell you how to get there so you can shine. Mm-hmm. Like what, this is what black people do to each other every day. This is what we do to each other. We entrepreneurs. We trying to get there. Show me how to get there too. What did you do? What was your strategy? I might not even use everything you tell me. I might put it with some of what I already know, and then what I don't need, I throw it out the door, but it still might help me get there. The piggyback on that, when you're giving out information to people so they can learn a new hustle or something, mm-hmm. don't be vague about it. Don't be like, all you got to do is go buy the hats and then sell them over here for more. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a simple concept. Simple. No, I need you to tell me how do I find a vendor? Right. What does a good vendor look like? Yeah. How long does shipping take? Mm-hmm. How much do I pay for freight? <laughs> what is U.S. Customs? Right. Give what do they do? Game. Give me the real game. I need everything broken yes. down. Yes. They obviously yes. a lot of videos, and they tell you, and the OG act like he drops a real game on you. Like, All you gotta do is walk like this, and you open the door. That's it, baby. Nah, I'm like, nah, bro. Nah, nah. You didn't tell them about the long ass hallway that's two yeah, miles long, right, right. filled with alligators and sharks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a certain way you gotta maneuver on everything. Right. Give people the whole game. Yeah, everything you learn, especially things where you make mistakes at, give them those so they can bypass those and get there faster than you. That's the whole thing about getting information is to pass it down and get them on on track right. and tap in earlier. Early. I want my daughter to be tapped in at 15 because I didn't get tapped in until 30. Right. There you go. Her kid need to be tapped in at 7 because she got tapped in at 15. 15. There you go. 
That's how it go. The next one is gonna have to be born a motherfucking genius, I guess. Just come out with the game. Just put it in her DNA. Yeah. They'll probably just had it already, but hey, you just inject your consciousness into her. Like, but you know, I mean, at the end of the day, man, God, he ain't gonna miss nothing. He ain't gonna miss nothing. He not gonna miss a deep, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, every, just think about it. Like I said earlier, man, where we at now? Where you at, King? Where you at, Brandon? Where I'm at? In our life, man, like we might not even be what we want to be, but we not what we was. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The wisdom that we took from the lessons that life showed us, and that God was teaching us along the way, or let's say higher consciousness or higher self was showing us the direction to go. You know what I'm saying? We wouldn't be here. We wouldn't even be having this conversation if it wasn't that type of blessing put in us. You know yeah, what I'm I saying? have like. Uh... Like little benchmarks in y'all head, like success, like little moments you reach, like, okay, damn, I really did do that in one year. Yeah. I thought it was going to take five, I did it right. in one. Right. Do y'all keep yeah. track and celebrate them little small yeah, ones? I, I do, I do. Man, I came home from prison in December 2014. 2015, I got my barber's license. 2016, I got married. 
but you gonna call it King's Cut. Oh, <laughs> that got a little ring to it, though. Uh-huh. That got a little ring yeah, to yeah. it, man. I don't know, man. Let's see. I know you gonna be on there with the hazel eyes and shit, licking his lips. For real, you know what I'm saying? Hey, we, I wish I had Bully come up here. Bully would be alive. Shout out to Bully, man. Hell yeah, that's my nigga. Hell yeah. I got two things going on, though, man. Yeah. Yeah. Get ready to start a trucking company. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? That's some good money. This nigga, oh shit. Yeah. Got a few things going on, man. A few things in the making. Yeah. And after I pay these taxes, though, man. Yeah. And maybe you a barber, man, pay your taxes, man. Taxes, motherfucker. Ain't shot. Damn. You know what y'all did me with 10? Mm-hmm. I thought tax rate, I said, yo, you gotta do some more deductions. I can't do 10. We gotta deduct some shit. Oh, man. It's pay your taxes, man. We ain't got time for that bullshit. Yeah. Barely. So we got to run some shit through that LLC. Oh, yeah. That shit we was talking about the other day. Oh, yeah. I'm about to do that. Yeah. I mean, I just found out that uh, you can put your house in your LLC. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Any, anything go wrong with the house, they get thrown in that. Mm-hmm. You can borrow against your LLC, fix the stove because it's no longer your property. Yeah. It's your LLC property. Yeah. I said, oh, these guys go. They been on shit. They been what they've been doing. And we didn't yeah. know they was doing it. And we didn't yeah. understand it. You know See, what I'm saying? Like I said before, our parents weren't taught that. They, yeah. You know, so, I, was, I was listening to an uh, interview with, uh, I think it was Master P, man. Shout out to Master P, man. Master P was on his shit. So Always. He was talking about how, like, you get a car. I think it was Master P. He said, you buy a car, right? If that car weighs so much, like a ton of, I don't know. It weighs so much, bro. He said, you can do that as a tax write-off because the car weighs a certain amount. I mm-hmm. said, God damn. Like, it's, it's, it, I mean, it's broke down to that simplicity of it. Like, a certain weight of a car, whatever. You yeah. feel me? Like, it's, man, there's so many ways you can win that as black people, we ain't been winning because we weren't open to that. We weren't, our mind weren't open to that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. These people have been winning like that for a long time. For decades. That's why I always give everybody the game on the life insurance. Right. Black people don't buy life insurance. I don't think anybody in my neighborhood had life insurance growing up. Yeah. I didn't hear about that until I was an adult. But these white people are passing that down generationally. Mm -hmm. And what they do is they get the the life insurance, a big policy. Mm -hmm. When they die, they already taught the kids and gave them the game on make sure you take this insurance policy money. Right. Pay off the properties we have so we right. don't have no debt. Mm-hmm. And you know, you got pretty much getting a restart every generation. Right. Mm-hmm. Now you got debt free land added on mm-hmm. and you got some money left over from this million dollar policy. Smart. You know, maybe you bought two, three hundred thousand dollar homes. Yeah. But now you got two homes and you got a little change left over. That's smart though. So this person's starting off with two properties that they can rent out or they can live in one or share. Right. You know, whatever, live rent free. Mm-hmm. And I got some cash, so now I'm not stressed on having no bullshit job. Mm-hmm. I work on my gift. Right. That's a fucking cush life. That's a right. great start, yeah. granddad. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> you know, we don't get that. That's so dope. From our parents, it was they don't they taught us something to do with our hands so we can make some money. Right. And they gave you some baseline principles on how to conduct yourself. Mm-hmm. Probably some street smarts. 
And the rest, you just kind of figuring out from 16 on out. Am I right? I ain't grow up with y'all, but am I, I'm assuming my stories are similar. You know what I mean? <laughs> Say you're a nigga, right? Yeah. Most black people, I feel like we were able to functionally run a household by between 13 and 16. I see grown white people on uh, the 2020 little massacre thing going crazy because they couldn't go outside. And I see some of the kids don't know how to do like some basic things. I'm like, you know, at eight years old, I was staying home by myself. Right. Checking the door when somebody rang it, looking outside. Mm-hmm. I know where my dad's gun at if you go down, somebody break in. Like these kids are so scary and so weak now, like they can't do anything. Like I really felt like I could live on my own at like twelve. Paid my dad was showing me how to pay bills, I knew how to cut the grass, all of that. I knew how I managed a checkbook at the time, you know, debit cards weren't really popping yet. So it's just a whole different time, for real. But, you know, I'm glad I had my dad in my life to give me that game and really sit me down because it wasn't really nobody else in my neighborhood with no fathers. It was like three houses that had fathers, mine and like two others. But that's dope. The entire neighborhood. But that's dope. So he was kind of like a father to some of the other kids, too, when they would come by. Even the little, like, gangsters, like Mm -hmm. thug-ass niggas, they would come over there and be sitting down with my dad he giving them game. Right. And it'd be like a whole different side of them that all these people, I've never seen them like that. He was like so vulnerable. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. And there, because he just had somebody as like a father figure just talking to him right. instead of talking at him like how you be saying. Yeah. yeah. Let you know me ask, ask you something. Not to cut your wisdom. Did you, do you feel like you got a lot of your entrepreneurial spirit from your father or your mother or both? Neither. Neither. Nah, both of my... My mom didn't really work too much. I think she's had, like, two jobs. Uh-huh. It's pretty much been my dad taking care of the household the uh-huh. entire time. Right. He worked at uh, GM General Motors for 23 years, right. building cars. Uh-huh. They came in one day and said, we shipping the jobs to India. Appreciate y'all. That's fucked up, man. <laughs> Gave everybody, like, 100K. Get the fuck out. Yeah. Start over. That's crazy. So he went and got another job and started day one year That's one. That's how the BMF shit started. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. But my that? dad never owned any business. My mom never owned any business. So I didn't get that from him. Okay. It I really got the... Yeah, I really think it's just like in me. I didn't have nobody that ran no legit business in my sight nice. coming up. Besides streets. I agree with that. I, I, I agree with that because... And the reason I say that, man, is because, like, you know how some people be like, man, you got to holler at the drugs. You got to holler at the drugs. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got to holler at this person, that person. And then when you look around you and you see everybody reaching out to you, it's like, you are the drug, nigga. Yeah. You got to make it happen. You got to be the one to break that cycle. And that's where I'm at right now. You know what I'm saying? It's like, on the cool, it's like, the fucked up part about it is like I'm still playing catch up comedy. Yeah. Because being, locked, you feel being locked up and, you know, the time I wasted on fucking up and making mistakes is like, but as long as I got some breath in me, it ain't never too late. And yeah. I feel like the vision that I got right now, God gave me every vision that I have right now. So I'm going I'm to I'm continue to proceed going forward with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, get some stuff. 
he said he wasn't working on some shit too. You know, I got some shit I'm trying to yeah, for sure. put out there in the mix. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I'm trying to go best seller on their ass. Like, for real. Like, ready you know, for that book. I'm ready, man. I'm trying to go best seller, bro. You know what I'm saying? For real, man. So you feel like your, your street knowledge transferred over into the barber game? Or was it was it a different a different beast? Oh yeah, man. Everything transfers over. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, though, this you just gotta look at everything just like hustle. Right. You know what I'm saying? I got a product. I gotta let people know about this product because my product gotta be good, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I can't be stepped on. Yeah, that's why I keep that coming. Yeah, you gotta be fish scale. Yeah. You gotta keep it going, man. You gotta invest in yourself, keep going with the trends. Right. Take classes. I don't care how long you've been coming here, man. Everything's evolving, everything's changing. Fast too. See, I got stuff in here. I'm like, I never would have thought of this, nigga. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But everything was just changing, man. Keep investing in yourself. Yeah, yeah. Especially with all the like the new mechanics and the new color mm-hmm. situation. Cause you'll be using one product and then you'll go to a show and you like, y'all don't use this. They're like, nah. Like you still use that. You like. Damn, I just learned this shit. <laughs> but you might be in LA, like they stopped using that two years ago. You see what I'm saying? That's the thing. Like, so no, that I'm, like, I'm like, damn, I need to be around y'all. Like location. Yeah, yeah. So you can't be afraid true. to like brush shoulders at these barber events. Right. That's where everybody's gonna be. All the heavy hitters, all right. the middlemen and the beginners. Everyone's in one mix on one platform where you can reach out and touch them. Mm-hmm. You can touch a legend or just a beginner all in one spot. That's the whole thing. And get knowledge right there on the spot. And most of them be like, yeah, here on my IG, you know, hit me right here. Right. Or some of them give you their number, you know, if they super down to earth, depending on what level they're on. Right. And, you know, or might do business with you or network mm-hmm. or plug you in with somebody or you need a cameraman mm-hmm. or you need a guy to do your logo. Like, you can find everything, man. Everything. So you got to get the expos if you're trying to be a barber that, you know, you're trying to climb the, the ladder and not just be no neighborhood barber. Right. Whatever I do, I want to go to the top. I can't be no neighborhood barber. You only know me in Temple, Texas. That's, that's right. not okay. That's not okay. Okay. <laughs> let, me, let me give a shout out though. Let me give. I want to give a shout out to Eric Thomas, man. E.T. Y'all know. I don't know who E.T. is. Y'all need the to goat. Really, the goat. Y'all need to take him out. Shout out to Eric Thomas, man. He part of my story. Listen, I was listen. I was listening to one of his podcasts like a week ago. I hit him up. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, man, it was a number across the screen. Yeah. I sent him a text. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But like, my thing is this, man, you don't know what kind of doors God open or like what he could make move for you. Whether he get back with me or not, I just shot my shot. Just, yeah, I'm going to yeah. text this number. It's up there for a reason. Right. I'm going to shoot my shot. i always been the type of person I'm going to shoot my shot. Because that opened a lot of doors for me. That got me in a lot of, you know, I don't, I don't chick with a lot of women like that. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, just like just, just shooting my shot, just shooting my shot. <laughs> and I think that's how I met. You know, I feel like the baddest woman on the planet, my wife. You know what I'm saying? Just shooting my shot, man. But that's just, I just feel like, man, like when it comes to stuff like how you say, how you were just saying about 
the barber situation where you rubbing shoulders with people and you trying to get in the door, you trying to get information and you can't be scared to reach out to whatever your gift is. If it's connected to your gift, because it can enhance you in a way if you do connect with the right people. You got to go you search for it. You know, whenever you I'm going to be the next Harry Thomas. You know what I'm talking about? You speak that. You know what I'm saying? That's what that is. Speak that into into existence. Right, right. But you know, you got to put that energy out to go towards whatever you want to attract. People be acting like it's just going to come to you because you prayed for it. Right. People always say, I'll just pray for it. It's not pray for it and just sit down and play Xbox. Faith without works is dead. Yeah. Let's get behind it and find out what else you got to do. I was telling him, I don't know if he was in here or not, I couldn't have no phone in school when I was in barber school. Right. I never held clippers before. I didn't even know how to hold them. I didn't know what none of the stuff on it was called, the lever or anything. Right. So I would fuck up cuts, mm-hmm. ask him what the cut was called, and I'd go sit in my car and watch the video on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I'll watch the video on YouTube when I get home. Come back the next day, fuck it up a little less. Yeah. And then go watch it again. And I would just do that for nine months until I was solid enough for you. Right. I would feel like if you left, you'd be cool enough to yeah. where we're at. Progressing and shit. Yeah, but I was about. learning, you know, just trying to find another avenue to learn because I wasn't getting it from my right. instructor. You didn't give up on your craft. Nothing. nothing but sanitation. <laughs> Shout out to the barber who take time to teach the new barbers, man. Right. Yeah. That's how I learned. Right. I had a, a, a good group of people, man, put me on. The yeah. nigga that was beside me, Bully, he down in Houston now. Shout out to Bully again. Yeah, yeah. And so many times he stepped over and helped me. Mm-hmm. Hold your hand like this. Stop doing that. Why you start there? He told me to start there. Not that stupid. Do this. Right. Now he's real hands on. He's loud. He's blunt. He's ignorant. Yeah. But I appreciate his bluntness. Right. Because he was all about getting there the quickest, the most efficient way, with the best quality. And now, you know, five years later, now I do that and I get the results from it. But I wouldn't have got that if, you know, I had too much ego to not listen to him. Because there was people in there, he tried to help, and they like, fuck out of here, man, you ain't no instructor. (laughs) You ain't got to be an instructor. I don't need those credentials that you think I need to validate what I know about I've been cutting since I was six. He's been cutting his little brother's hair. That's way more valuable to me than the piece of paper that you're talking about. That ain't nothing but your straw. Because that old ass man in there with the certificate ain't showed me shit that connected with me. Right. And he wasn't connected with nobody in the class because we all learned from Joe. Mm -hmm. We would crowd around Joe's chair Mm -hmm. and fucking watch the instructor walk around, make a split up, and look at his video on the TV on the wall. Eight. That he made in 1989 or whenever. This shit was so old. Like, bro, nobody does it like that anymore. Right? If you don't want to move with the times, you're going to get left in the times. Time, yeah. yeah. You got to be able to adjust as time. You Sometimes it's quick. Yeah. Right now it's going real fast because of the internet. Mm-hmm. You know, it used to be like five to ten years. So if you, you like that, that trend. Remember when, when it wasn't on the internet, bro. It was, a, it was way different, bro. Trends lasted longer. Yeah. You could have a trend, a clothing trend for like five, ten years. But now it's like, boom, oh, that was in the summer. Now this is fall. You like, damn, I just got some. Because they they was eighty dollars and they came out and couldn't afford it. Right. Now they're forty, but now y'all ain't wearing them. Now I'm on the next thing. (laughs) That's crazy, bro. But that's what it is, man. 
different things is so so lacking now, bro. I look at that with the like Instagram videos and reels. Remember, you used to make you just make videos. There was no time, mm-hmm. and it took down to a minute. Then Vine was like six that. seconds. Like, <laughs> damn, you can only hold attention for six seconds. Now when we're making the film, we're doing editing in one second clips. Boom, 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 mm-hmm. boom. To make one collage. Like, that's how short. How, we can't get no shorter than a, a, a second. second. A second, bro. We should close eyes. <laughs> 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 right, right. Why is the attention so short? This shit is crazy. <laughs> you can't make no video on Instagram that's Seven minutes. Ain't nobody gonna watch that. Right. They gonna start watching it and they're gonna be like, damn, they ain't get to the point. And then you touch it so you can see the time. Seven twenty-six. I ain't watching that. You scroll the next one. Yeah. And you find the next one that's 30 seconds. All right, I might watch this. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm guilty of it too. Yeah. That's just how I be moving and shaping. But I'll be on there finding mentors for real, because YouTube got a lot of mentors. A lot of them. It's a lot of people dropping good. That's, That's my field, right field, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Mouth of South. Yeah, yeah. We got all my field. I follow Dr. Boyce Watkins. Shout out Dr. Boyce Watkins. Shout out to him. I go to um, his All Black National Convention every year. I went in uh, Orlando. I miss Charlotte, but I'm going to go again this year. He got a big convention. All these entrepreneurs. I think all Black. this time, though. Like thousands of them. They got classes for a whole weekend teaching yeah. forex, stock trading, clothing, doctors, books, anything you want to do, it's in that room. Right. So definitely Dr. Boyce Watkins, yeah, ET. I went to go see yeah, ET in the Warriors Live. ET hard. That's actually what I asked for for my birthday was to go see him. ET is hard. I took like pages of notes on my phone and was just soaking up game the whole time. Yeah. Um, who else? Oh, 19 Keys for sure. 19 Keys, man. For sure. Yeah. EYL. I like like EYL a lot. Yeah, he called. What's the other one? 19. Rashad, the big swole nigga. Yeah. Rashad, I like him him on like the uh, how to carry yourself as a man. Man. Yeah. Walking your alpha masculinity. Yeah, I watched a lot of those videos. Cause that, that definitely need to be spoken on. Yeah, it does. We got a lot, a lot of beta males. Yeah. And some of the shit we be saying as alpha males may not connect with a beta male. He's, you know, they're like, I don't think like that. Yeah. Because <laughs> you think I'm like a woman. That's what I'm trying to say. Hey, we got to keep dropping this one like we do on that. Yeah. Well, you watch though. You got some podcasts you, you tap into? <sighs> or just YouTube videos? They don't, they don't like what I watch, man. I be watching Kevin, man. Yeah, he watching Kevin. Oh, shit. Kevin. He about to set the internet on fire. <laughs> fire. It's like, I don't like Kevin, man. Bro. Ooh. He watching Kevin. Say the words, man. Look. Look, listen. Hey, listen, man. you going to see all this. What y'all think about Kevin, man? I know y'all hate Kevin. What? Kevin was speaking a lot of facts. Can we be honest? His presentation was not the best. But No, you man don't like he don't want you. You're fat. And then she get off the phone, she like, I'm fat. And then she gonna kill herself. But I say a lot of facts. 
But he did say a lot of real shit. The stuff that he said, for you to go look up, I looked up the stuff, the statistics was right. That's true. How, what are we going to deny with the numbers? Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's all he was doing. How you feel about the other dude that got caught with, uh, cheating on his wife? Yeah. yeah. That's that's all all I forgot what that was. Yeah. They was all crazy about that nigga. I forgot you know about that. My wife had put me on to the nigga. He got caught cheating on his wife. Theirs. He messing with a lot of women. And, um, but he was telling women, like, you know, a man that cheats shouldn't do this. You know, man, he was on the same shit as Kevin Samuels. That same type of shit, but then it turned out later on he was doing the same shit. Damn, I don't know his name. I forgot what it was. I forgot what the nigga name was, man. But it's not Derek Grace. It ain't Derek. No, that's the light skin dude. Derek Grace, the one with the tattoos, not the old boy game. Shout out Derek Grace, man. Yeah, I like that. That's an entrepreneur. We got to speak on him. That is definitely an entrepreneur. Shout out Derek Grace. So outside of Kevin, who you listen to? Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate? Yeah. Oh, man, they about to... Oh, my God, you don't know Andrew Tate, Tate is? I don't fuck with him, man. I know, I know who Kevin is, but I, you know what I'm saying? You don't know who Andrew Tate is? Oh, oh man. Andrew Tate's Kevin. <laughs> He's Kevin, thing. but younger, and maybe even more of an asshole. I'm trying to think if he was one I'm thinking about. He might be the same thing. Oh, light skinned dude. Look like he from like overseas or some oh, shit. Man. Uh, he just got arrested. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's in prison right now, ain't he? For like, uh, <laughs> same shit R. Kelly in jail for, I think. For a child, something with a child or something, or trafficking women or some shit like that. <laughs> it was some shit like that, wasn't it? Yeah, What's his name? Man, you saying like okay, I'm sure. I ain't never checked him out, but I'm seeing him right now, Andrew Tate. You got it up? Yeah, I got him. <laughs> I ain't never, I ain't never listened to him. I ain't never listened to him. But what's his name? I listen to uh, what's that boy's name? The basketball player, man. Everybody was hating on the basketball player. The girl? No, he a dude. Uh, what's his name? I can't think of his name. Bridget Brown, I don't know, they were kind of mad about that too, but they feel like they want no even trade. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's not an even trade. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This nigga gonna blow some shit up in a minute. What's the nigga name, man? He uh, he always talk about, I'm a bus. They say I'm a bus. Oh, Kwame Brown. Kwame Brown. Kwame Brown, man. I, I, I used to listen to him when he was doing his thing too. The nigga was funny, man. But he got entrepreneurial spirit too. He never let the money change him, though. Yeah. He never let the money change him, man. I don't know, man. He... What you think? I about felt him, like man? he was kind of fishing for attention. Do you think he had so? like a little wave for a second. Yeah, a little wave. His name was in everything. He had yeah. beef with somebody over here. He was, he was talking there. about some woman over here, and I'm like, now but, hey, but some of them niggas. Talking down on him though. Yeah. A lot of them was talking down on Kwame, man. You know well, what I'm saying? Well, see, are we Steve talking basketball talk or am I talking about your character? Because mm. the basketball talk they said I felt was it, it was right. Like he was a bus. He didn't yeah. turn into anything right. basketball wise. Yeah, yeah. I don't know you as a man, so I'm not judging your man. Yeah. You know, your characteristics, nothing like right. that. All I know it was on some court. 
Right. I don't know if somebody attacked him personally. Yeah, yeah. Then that's a whole. I think story. they were they was going in on him certain stuff about that. I seen Funny Marco. I watched Funny Marco. That nigga's hilarious. Yeah. He got a, a podcast type of thing. He set up with these two chairs, like director's chairs. Okay, yeah. yeah. With like other celebrities. And he had, I don't, he got like a weird image. I he know makes you talk awkward. Yeah, I know what you're talking so he about. He had Dwight Howard on there. And I know he, what you're talking the about. dude with him is like, he's like, tell him that shit now. Dwight Howard's right here. Tell him what you be saying. He's like, nah, bro. He's like, he be saying, you trash all the time. <laughs> he's like, man, fuck it. I'm a stand up. You trash. <laughs> He's I like, it's not to get shown as a person, <laughs> but on the court, you trace. <laughs> I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah. That nigga make you feel like I wouldn't even do an interview with that nigga. I mean, like, they don't know coming on there, or, like, they ain't never watched him Maybe not. Nah, he weird, though. Like, the way he do it, it'd be like, he'll be like, what'd you say? Yeah. Why you say it like that? Yeah. <laughs> tell, tell everybody why you said it like that. Like, he'll do some just weird shit, and you be like, why this nigga tripping? <laughs> For real. But yeah, that's where I get all my mentors at now. Because really, when I look around me, I didn't have no mentor type people. So, you know, people say, go hang out where those type of people are. And I'm like, well, where is that at? I don't, they're not at Chile. They're not right here. Yeah. So, since I didn't know where to begin, I went online. I started watching interviews with Diddy, interviews with Jay Z, interviews with Bill Gates, Warren Buffett. Me too. And they became my mentors. Especially because I can make you rewind and say everything you said again. If I had a conversation with Jay, I'm only going to hear it once. Yeah. But on the internet, I can hear it shit 40 times. Let me go back. My, my inspiration when it comes to grind like that and stuff, man, honestly, bro, like number one, it always been Master P, man. You yeah. feel me? Because the way he do it, man, like he just. He don't get as much shine as Jay because Jay is more commercial. That's all it is, but Master he P probably man, did he, the he, same he or more work. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's probably more. He done some work, man. Master P done put in some work, man. And then it's like, it's like he, he he's so in tune to his grind, like he know when it's time to go somewhere else. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He started out with the with with the with the Master P clothes. He started out with every everything was Master P. He did, you know, his uh, no limit. He did the rims. He did what everything. Was they dubs? Was they P rims? What they call P rims? Something he has. Yeah, he did all that, bro. He did all that. Did now he into the cereal, the chips, the noodles. He just signed a deal with the cereal with uh Snoop. Yeah, it's like the Snoop biggest cereal. independent yeah. deal ever. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. especially for black. You yeah. know, we I don't think we ever own no cereal. Yeah. That's feel his thing. That's dope. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's definitely inspiration to me. Did you have anybody around you that was like an inspiration? As far as becoming an entrepreneur? Or even just going down the right path? Yeah, my dad was always on my ass. Yeah. He's always telling me. Shout out to Pops. Yeah, shout out to Pops. What's up, Pops? What's up? What's up? Yeah, you did all right. <laughs> <laughs> you did all right. He would always tell me, man, you know what I'm saying? Because quit bullshitting. Right. You out here playing. Yeah. Chasing, chasing his tail. I you know heard that. Like, like, for real, though. You know what my dad said? You know, just being around all the cats, man. Had a whole dude tell me one time. He said, hey, youngster, let me explain something to you. You know, old schools always got to talk slow. Like they whispering and shit. 
Mm-hmm. You, you know, you keep chasing these girls, man. It ain't gonna work. So yeah. what you mean? You know how much money you lose when you chase these women? He said, man, I don't chase no woman, man. He said, you can, what he say? You can lose money chasing a woman, but you can't lose a woman chasing money. Chasing money. Yeah, for real. My dad told me that same thing. That's so weird. That's so weird. Then you look around, man. Every woman wants stability. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's what I was telling you on the other episode right. about money being a security. Yeah, yeah I said right there. That's real. Because they don't want to fight. They don't want to be fighting with you uh, trying to uphold every responsibility. I mean, let's be honest. They out here right now. Most of the women doing it on their own, yeah. but they're struggling. Yeah. So they don't want to bring you in. And now you another bill yeah, instead of you. Put more weight on one Yeah. They like, they, I need you to take care of you and a little bit of me too. Yeah. But you, know, you, but you, you just me. said that because it ain't going to be like, I'm going to take care of me and a little bit of you. It's, it's different. Yeah. It's different. It's like, no, nah, I got to take care of a little of you and me too. It ain't going to be the other way around. Yeah. But you do got some solid women out here that'll go 50 50 with a nigga. And they, that'll be down the ride with you. Like, babe, we're going to get there. When yeah. we get that, then it's on you. But right now, we finna, come on, I got you, you got me. You know what I'm saying? You got something like that, man. It's something going 90 10, boy. It's something that's more. Remember that? Uh, did y'all watch Acrimony? Yeah. yeah. Man, when she, she, when she took what care of like 20 years. What y'all think about that? Let me, let me, what do you guys think years. about this man's vision and the way the woman was through all that? Do you feel like the way she felt about that situation was cool, or do you feel like, damn, she should just brought it out and then, or do you feel like kind of like I feel both ways? I was about to say the same I feel, thing. I feel damn, since you wait this long, like just keep going. But then I also feel twenty years is a long time to keep going into something. I probably would have been gone in three, four years. Yeah, so I feel yeah. you. Yeah. What I didn't feel is when she popped up on that yacht. Out the water, I'm like, damn, you want this shit too bad, man. You went too far. Yeah. You all out in the ocean trying to kill somebody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like a nigga made it now. Now, now yeah. but all these years, and you now you telling me I'm tripping them, whatever. Now I finally made it. Now I get to the point where you trying to kill me. What like, fucked her up though is when he voluntarily came and brought her a check for ten mil. That's the thing with me. I already took that's the thing with me. You good? And I got you your house back. You good? So, I, and so I got why you tripping? So why you tripping? You lost a million right. at your mama's house. Right. I gave your mama's house and ten million. Right. I already made good with me. I'm. My heart is at peace. Right. There you go. You still mad? Because now you know I got a hundred. So you want my 50. value went up. My value yeah. went up. So now you need fifty instead of what I gave you. Now right. you gonna be the judge and judge like shit. He didn't have to do that. He only owed you one. Right. Case dismissed. There you go. But you want to be greedy, so you're going to kill him and then, what, go to prison or you die too? Mm-hmm. But can I say something, though, man? Because when you think about it, man, like, even though we we, we speaking on this as a movie, you know, it's an actual movie, which was a good movie. But the analogy of it all, that if you really dig into it for any viewers, man, it's like, that man didn't stop believing in his dream. It took him 20 years to get there, but he believed it to the end. Yeah. And he, and he finally broke He wrote a letter every day. Hey, man. That's crazy. That's crazy. You got to believe in your dream and, and, and follow that. If, 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 it's, if it's tugging on your heart. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. 
Somebody in this world with these millions of people who experience that same type of shit, maybe on a different level, you feel me? Mm-hmm. But who to say how whatever that gift was was tugging at that man's heart? We don't know how hard, how strong he was tugging, how much. It might have been tugging every minute, every hour, every second. We don't know how it was tugging at that man and say, no, nah, yo, stop, bro. Like, keep going. I'm telling you. I know it's been 10 years, but I promise you, like, it's coming. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like some people be like, damn, the tug for a little bit, whatever that is, that hunger in you to do whatever that is, and then next day you know it just go away because you just exhausted with it. Like his exhaustion didn't come yet. Mm-hmm. It's still pulling at him. Like, still I know we at 15. Come on, baby. Even when he look, look crazy. You feel me? It look crazy. I still need more money. Now, money, more nigga, money. When that nigga hit, she was sick. She was like, I just, then she started going off on her family. I told y'all. I, don't, I told y'all. But you all y'all bitches talked me in But you were listening to him at first, yeah. though. Now you shouldn't have listened to him because the nigga. The that man that cheated on them left him behind. They you believe in his dream. You should believe like, you know. She's still mad they knocked her girl down the trailer 20 years ago. You gotta stop holding on to that old ass trauma. Let that shit go. That nigga was in college. He was a young man. Right. You know what I'm saying? Counseling. Yeah. Let me ask you this question though. Think things would be different if the roles were reversed? Hell yeah, it would have been different. She wouldn't have went back and gave him no 10 mil. Nah, she wouldn't. I don't think Cause so. Because women don't even move like that. Because nah. they already expected to get asses. Yeah, that's for real. Like, the, like us as men, man, it's so much expected from us. It's like, and we was talking about, I think that in one of, I think the, the, the one about the single fathers. I think I said something about it. Like, it's like, they forget we're human, bro. Like, it's so much. It, the world's view of us is so different, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like they put us on the level of like, She's human, but he's not. She's supposed to be able to endure this. He don't. Yeah. Not saying we ain't tough or we ain't bold and we can't stick our chest out because we men, but at the same time, we still bleed, we still breathe, we still feel, we still, you know what I'm saying? It's oh like God. they expect us certain things that they might be dealing with within themselves. Like men might deal with it within themselves, but y'all just don't know. You feel me? Every other race and culture, their males is praised. Except for us. Man. Man, that's deep as fuck. Especially overseas. Yes. Except for us. That's real. That's why I really say when I went to Korea, the way they treat men over there, the way they treat you. Right. Just even if you just go get a haircut, Mm -hmm. massage is coming with it. Yeah. I know you didn't ask for it, but Mm -hmm. you, I know you've been working all day. They say, I know you've been working all day, you've been working hard, you soldier, sit back, relax. Right. Can't even speak good English, but she know how to treat a man. There you go. Ain't rub your feet for it. That's deep, bro. You yeah. ask some of these American women to rub your feet. Nigga, I ain't touching your feet. Fuck out of here, my face. Scared cash at me. Like, damn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And you wonder why some men are choosing to go with foreigners. Yeah, that is true, though. That is so true. You can't just look at the end result, which is them going to get foreigners. Just look at the root cause of why they chose to get a different race or a different type of woman. And that's a good point, though. That's a good point. And you know, there's another side of it, too. But that's a very good point. But there's another side of it, too. There's a side of it to where a man, a black man or a black woman might hate themselves, too. Mm-hmm. Why am I black? I gotta go through this. Black people struggle. I, hate I wish I was white. I ran to one other day. I wish I was. I wish. I, you know what I'm saying? But, and then when we get to the point we hate ourselves so much, we don't want to look at somebody that look like us. So we're going to go out and get somebody else that look different. That That's a different aspect, but we ain't going to go there. What I want to do is circle it back to this. When it comes to entrepreneurs and men who are out here trying to build something for themselves, even women that entrepreneurs that's trying to build something for themselves that they can know that they put their heart into and that they tap into their gift, then you got them people that come along like these men and women who don't even appreciate you for who you are. So you know what I'm saying? You might have a a a a a, a black woman that want to get with this black man. He an entrepreneur, but she only want to be with him because of what he's doing and what he got, not mm-hmm. because of who he is. And they forget about that. Vice versa, men do the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Like That's real. You know what I mean? How can you appreciate all that I built and what I created as a man, as my helper, if you're not even appreciating me as a person? Mm-hmm. You feel me? So, you know, that's deep, man. But, you know, I'm some entrepreneurial stuff, man. Like, I just... I salute anybody who tapped into it. I, I salute anybody who tapped into it, bro. Because you got to think about all the people in our generation, bro. When we came up, that still back there. Mm-hmm. That still don't see the vision. That still don't want to cross the tracks. You feel me? That's true. Sheesh. It was, it was a long ride, man. from you. I want to get my necklace from you. 
earrings. Yeah, my wife's earrings from him. Cause I want to support everybody. Right. You can't get mad like oh. Now you bought the necklace for me. I thought you was gonna fuck with me. You gonna have black from Corey? That's true. Well, Corey had no Versace shades. I like his, and I want right. to support him too. I can't right. support more than one black person. You see what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? People will get butthurt about that. And that's sad. You can't get emotional with this business like that. You need. You gotta separate your feelings from the from the business. Cause a lot of business deals, we're not emotional about. I'm doing business deals based on does it make sense and is it going to make a profit? How long is the turnaround? I may not personally be, you know, emotionally attached to got to be, you know, spray, but does it get the job done? How much is it? How much does it cost me to get it in bulk? Right. Well, you know what I'm saying? That's the shit I'm looking at. That's real. I don't care if I don't like that it's yellow. If y'all say that yellow is what makes it sell the best, then we're doing it fucking yellow. <laughs> My favorite color is red, but it doesn't matter, you know what I mean? People be emotionally yeah. attached to business and it's not that deep sometimes. Right. Really You'll sick. be blocking your own blessing. Is it going to go 6% each quarter? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Studies show that when we had yellow ones, they were up 100,000. Yeah. When we did red, your favorite color, it was down 22%. Because your face just, to, just to prove a point. People will die on the sword to prove a point. Yeah, you might have to do that movie. And then blame you for it. How they say I'm gonna follow my own sword. Yeah. <laughs> like you, you cut yourself. Like you killed yourself. <laughs> but when you could have been increasing your value in what you're supposed to be doing, and it would have put you in a space where, damn, I'm looking at this nigga. Damn, them coaches ain't looking at me, man. I ain't catch the ball right fucking hungry. I'm just not even gonna catch it no more. Instead of going hard and now I'm finna really jump out there and catch a ball. Now they looking at you more. Now nah, we gonna get him. We want him. He gonna be a good or make someone else look good. You feel me? If you can't block for him so he can shine. There you go. You might get six blocks. Now you're looking at you for something different. Yo, oh, I ain't gonna okay, get he, 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 he might be the best point guard. But this nigga, they're the best rebounder. Draymond Green. What? I'm going to tell you. Let's go back. Let's go back. This motherfucker couldn't shoot the shit. Dennis Rodman. There you go. Team who, who was rebounding like that nigga? That was a rebounder. Diving in the stands. Bleeding. Yes, the cameras. Walking out. Boy, that was I a got rebound. I got that. one. I'm right. That's <laughs> all. But you know what? He got cool points for that shit. Yeah. Because he did his part. Sometimes it takes an empire to build a 